worried about what to preach to you today. And honestly, as I had prayed and prepared for, for weeks about today, I just couldn't get away. I kept telling Brandy, I just, I don't know what, I don't know what to do except what I feel. And that is to let this story speak for itself. A lot of times, preachers try to make it more than what it is. And I try to read in more than what it is. And in your life, maybe you've tried to do that this year. Maybe you sort of looked around at your circumstances and your marriage or your relationships, your job, and you thought, man, there's got, you know, there's just so complicated and things are so hard and I don't know what to do and I don't know where to find. Sometimes we just need to simplify all of that and cut all the noise out of your life. How many of you wish it was just less noisy in your life? Come on, everybody. I just wish I could cut through all of that and get to something real. So here's something real. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin who was engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Listen to me. It doesn't matter what situation you're in today. The Lord is with you. It doesn't matter if you have everything you wish you had at Christmas time. If you've got the Lord with you, you've got enough. And I know we live in a society that tells you you've got to have more, and it's got to be bigger, and you've got to have more under the tree, but the angel just goes to Mary and says, Hey, listen, you've got enough because I'm with you. When she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, Do you not, don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. You ever, you ever looked at your life and thought, God, I've got enough favor. That's enough, okay, everybody? Like, I don't need any more favor if, you, if that's what you call this. Mary says, I don't, I, don't, I don't know about all of this. And behold, the angel says to her, You'll conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He'll be great. He'll be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he'll reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, the way that I usually answer when God talks to me, especially when it's something that doesn't seem like reality, when I look at my life and I go, this doesn't make any sense. I hear what you're saying, but you don't know what I'm living like I hear the words you're saying to me, but you don't know the marriage I'm in, the relationship I'm in, the problems we have, the, the trouble on my job, the financial mess we're in. You don't know. It sounds good, but you don't know. Mary said, you don't, you don't know. How, how can this be since I don't know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, I'll tell you how. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. And therefore also the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. That's why being in church is so important at times like this because when I don't know what else to do, I just go to God and go, God, I just need, I just need that power to overshadow me when I don't know where else to run to. When I'm leaving this year thinking, man, I hope next year's better. Man, I hope things finally get straightened out. I hope things finally start working out. I just get in God's presence and it's amazing what happens when I listen to God. Because it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus 
that all the world should be registered. The census first took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And so all went to be registered or taxed, everyone to his own city. And Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because that's where he was from. He's from the house and lineage of David. To be registered with Mary, his still engaged yet pregnant wife, who was with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son. I don't know how long it is you've been praying for the miracle that God has for you. But I do know this, that there is a number of days, and then the Bible said, it is just completed. And now it's time to be delivered. My, my hope for you is that 2018 is the year that it's completed. That you've struggled long enough. You've carried long enough that prayer for a lost son or daughter. That you've prayed for a wife or a husband. That you've prayed for the wife or the husband that you currently have. That you've prayed that the disease that you've carried for years would be lifted. That the addiction that has you so troubled and and, and, and just bound up would be let go. For Mary, the days came that she was to be delivered. And so she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now in the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, What I would say to you, don't be afraid. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be, listen close, to all people. The lie of the enemy in your life is that God isn't for you, that he's for somebody else. That a miracle, that, that somebody else can get their life together, that somebody else's marriage will work out, that somebody else will get the miracle they've been praying for, that somebody that it always happens to them. And, and I don't know if you ever looked across church and thought, man, I wish I had what they had. I wish it would come like it, like it came for them. I wish it would come to me. I wish, wish I had what they had. I wish the prayer would be answered like it was for them. But here's, here's the good news of the incarnation. Listen close. It's good news of great joy, and it's not just for a select few. Look at me in the eyes. It's for you. You say, well, how do I do that? And how do I have that great joy? Like, what do I have to do? Because if it's for me, if it's for all people, I really do want that in my life. The truth of the matter is, it looks dark where I am. Maybe you're in a season of darkness and discouragement. And you just think, man, I wish, I wish I could have, I wish I could believe that great joy is for me, that happiness really is for me, that there's the right person for me, that, that God, you've got the right job for me, that things are gonna work out, that the finally the doctor's report will come back well, that finally the marriage will be fixed, that finally my kids will come home. But I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. Listen, look at me. It's for you. So how do you do it? I'm glad you asked. Why don't you close your eyes all over the room, everybody. Squeeze them to where you can't even see the glimmer of light anymore.
Maybe this is the way it looks where you live. It probably looked that way 2,000 years ago too. The world was dark and bleak. and Here we are. We haven't heard from God. Where's the Messiah? We're in a political occupation. The Romans have taken over. Will this ever get any better? It's dark. It's dark in my marriage. It's dark in my life. I don't know what to do. It's interesting that the first words that God ever spoke in creation were this. Listen close. Let there be, open your eyes, light. It's the first thing he said was, let there be light. Now listen, the most important word in that verse isn't light. It's let. It's that you and I have a choice, listen, to let there be light. You're going to have to go into this next season just opening your heart and going, okay, God, I'm going to let you in. Where it's dark and the darkest places of my life that I've hid from everybody else, I'm going to let you in those places. In my relationship that I thought was all about me, I'm going to let you in those places. If Jesus came with good news, if it's joy for everybody, if it's really for me, all i got to do is let you in. I'll let you in there. I'll let you in my dreams that haven't come to pass yet. I'll let you in my my aspirations that I feel like are so far away that there's just no way. I'll let you in my finances that, that I feel like there's just no hope for this. I'll let you in my marriage that I've given up on time and time again. I'll let you in my kids that I've just turned over. I don't even know where they are today. I don't know if they're coming home for Christmas or not. I'll let you in. I'll let there be light. As a matter of fact, I, I want to illustrate that for you. Why don't you do this? Why don't you... St- Stand all over the room. Our ushers are in the aisles right now. They're going to give you a candle. Don't turn it on until we all do it together. These are childproof, or as I like to call them, menproof. Come on, somebody. We rent this theater, so we didn't want to burn it down. Not yet. Would you take a candle as the container passes by you? Don't turn it on until we pray, and then we'll turn it on to sing together. We'll go out of here giving God our very best today. Please don't leave till the end. When you get a candle, just look up here at me. Look at my eyes. This is the answer. Don't turn them on yet. This is the answer to your Christmas prayer. The story speaks for itself. God came to us, everybody. When I couldn't get to Him, He came to me. When I couldn't fix myself, He said, that's okay. I'll come so you can get fixed. Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. Listen close. He came to make dead people alive. He didn't come to just tinker with your marriage. He came to give you a brand new marriage. He didn't come to just tinker with your finances and maybe I can make it a little bit better. No, no, no. He said, I want to bless you abundantly. He didn't come to just give you a little bit of hope. He said, no, no, no. I want you to have hope that overflows and joy that's unspeakable. That's why Jesus came. Well, how do I have good tidings of great joy? It's real simple. You just let there 
be life. Close your eyes and pray this prayer with me. If you're in a dark place today, if you're in darkness, if it seems dark everywhere around you, pray this prayer, Lord Jesus. I need you today. Thank you for coming. Thank you, God, for Jesus. Thank you that he came for someone like me. Thank you for the good news. Great joy could be mine. I let you in. I let you in my heart. I let you in every area of my life. Now let there be life. In Jesus' name.